Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Uh, welcome back to the Few Podcasts. My name's Darren. and I'm here with uh, Mark and Richie and... This week, I think everybody's been talking about the Joe Rogan interview with Dr. Robert Malone. Now, Dr. Robert Malone is, um, he's a doc, I think he's an MD. I can't remember if he, I think he's an MD. And he, and he, uh, uh, he basically talked to, he's one of the people that's on the patent for the mRNA vaccine. So he's, everybody's been calling him the inventor. I think he kind of calls himself that, but he's, he's basically was around when the MRA, he was on the base, the team that invented it. So, I mean, so, and the, the interview was just, it was really kind of surreal. I, I, I would call it surreal. I mean, I, it, it was hard to believe what he was saying a lot of times. Because a lot of the stuff he was saying was, you know, it it made sense, but it's just you don't hear it anywhere else. So, and and you know, some of it, I I, I don't know, maybe maybe it might be accurate, might maybe might not be accurate, but yeah, you you can't, Mark, you kind of came up with like a list of of topics. I added a couple, namely zero, which was, um, I believe a different story, but I believe it was a Robert Malone headline that uh that brought it up but 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 pay uh topic zero which would be 500k dead from not using therapy the therapeutics hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin so that was one of the the, and he did say the same thing he he said that uh you know that really we we're probably estimated about 500,000 extra dead um, just from not focusing on therapeutics right away. And, and really, when you think about that, that's Dr. Fauci not learning from his mistakes because how did the AIDS uh, epidemic really end? You know, it ended when we focused on therapeutics. And so, I mean, I, it is sheer stupidity that you have somebody like Anthony Fauci who um, all throughout the 80s and early 90s, you know, focused on the wrong idea for AIDS. Uh, and, and it wasn't until we started focusing on therapeutics that that epidemic ended. Yeah, and and I think along those lines, um, you know, that number might be, I guess if that's, if, is that worldwide or is that in the U.S.? I think that, that must be worldwide. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if, I mean... Uh, you know, it could be an overshoot and say that, hey, it in the United States, because what is United States right now? Is is it 850K? Yeah, 850K. But I mean, it is interesting to think that, you know, we, we haven't been focusing on on uh, on those things. And we just, we talked about last week how doctors are are pushing to not give you ivermectin 
even though we've had a lot of cases where people have spoken out and said, I took ivermectin a couple of days later, I was fine. And like, I had bad cases. And that's what that Robert Malone was saying too, is when he first caught COVID, the alpha strain, because he was at ground zero in Wuhan, um, his lungs were burning and, and he felt like he was going to die. And then, and then, you know, they started, he started giving himself, and I forget what he had talked about. It wasn't, it wasn't um, those two medicines, but, but, like he gave himself an, an anti-inflammatory and he said, you know, after I started treating myself with those therapeutics, uh, I started to feel better. And then I was out of the woods. Yeah. And I, I think, I think mainly what he was, what he said about the hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin was for giving it to, to people early, right when they tested positive, not when they went to the hospital. He said, uh, mm-hmm. he said ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine don't work well after somebody gets to the hospital. It's just kind of, they're kind of beyond the, the point where that will slow the disease down and help the body defeat it. So the studies that, they're, that you know, go after hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, most of those are hospital studies. Those are people who got it in the hospital. And not a lot of those people were going to be helped. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, look at what was the first thing that they talked about when this pandemic broke out? It was ventilators, right? We have to mm-hmm. get so many ventilators. we got to get so many ventilators. Well, if you're to the point where you need to be on a ventilator, you're not in a good position. And so, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of fear around around this. Well, putting somebody on a ventilator should be a, a last resort, so it shouldn't be a first uh, a first treatment. We should be trying therapeutics and all these other things to trying to try and get the swelling down and try to get you know the people who have these comorbidities um, should be taking all these other things, getting getting uh, the inflammation down so that they don't get to the point where they need to put, be put on a ventilator. Yeah. Um, so number one, the head of the FDA caused some of the issues that is pushing vaccines is one that had the role on the oxy problem. Yeah. So like early in that interview, he was talking about how the, the head of the FDA who has admitted to wrongdoing and nobody's really talking about it. Uh, and he's the one that's pushing these vaccines, and it sounds like there is some financial benefits for this guy pushing the FDA, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, pushing the some of these vaccines. And and he has said that it's been we've had a concerted effort with physicians out there to push these and and taking some unethical steps to push vaccines, even though. We know that there might be other options, and also not not to say that because Robert Malone was saying that you know the vaccine is good in in certain scenarios, um, and that people should have the option. He wasn't. I mean, he's this Robert Malone has taken the stance that we've taken for the last eighteen months. You know, to where if you want to get it because you probably have a comorbidity, you probably should take it, and if you don't. Um, it, because you have a good immune system, that's up to you. That's your choice. And, and really everybody should 
weigh the 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 benefits and do what's right for them. And he said that this is like really the first time we've seen this. And I don't know if that's you know, but um, where where we are trying to take that choice away from people, and it and also though, but he said you know, so the head of this FDA is the one that is pushing these vaccines and possible. Uh, financial benefits he's also the one i guess that was at the center of this oxy push and pushing oxy um which is now uh you know a huge problem within the united states uh for oxycontin because now it's so addictive and we have so many people who are hung up on painkillers yeah and and you know you're talking about you shouldn't or the the vaccine you know you should make your own decision number two is you should not get the vaccine if you have natural immunity and um i i just one thing i don't i don't know if it says it in here but one thing he said was that um omicron probably isn't going to be stopped by the vaccine or the vaccine or or omicron is basically the answer to the vaccine right so the disease found a way around it you know because Obviously, if you vaccinate so many people, then the disease is just gonna the one that mutates that's a, that that is able to spread to the non vaccinated or to the vaccinated people is gonna be the one that becomes the dominant one for obvious reasons because everybody's vaccinated. But I was just thinking about this, and that that makes perfect sense. Everybody's getting sick now. Well, why? Well, it's because the Omicron variant is infecting everybody, and it's vaccine resistant. Like it doesn't. It doesn't care if you're vaccinated. And and not only that, but everybody, you know, they're out there pushing this narrative that the vaccine made it so that, you you know, you weren't going to get as sick. Are you sure it's uh, are you sure that's the that's the true part? Or maybe it's that the Omicron variant's not as bad and you got sick because the vaccine didn't pr- protect against it. And you just didn't really get all that sick because it was the Omicron. It wasn't Delta or Alpha. Yeah, it it's almost like a and and Rich, I don't know if you're hearing the same thing too, but the everyone says the exact same thing that's vaccinated that got sick from Omicron. It's oh my gosh, I'm sick with Omicron, but I feel safe because I'm I'm double boosted, I'm I'm boosted or I'm vaxxed, uh, but it could have been so much worse. Yeah. Oh, except for that one guy, yeah. you know, the one guy that died, you know, it could have been worse. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rich, you said, yeah, yeah. You're, you're hearing the same thing? Well, yeah, I mean, you hear that, and then, I mean, it, it, it's it's a hypo, you know, there's no way to prove one way or the other, you know, did the vaccine protect you from the, you know, from getting sick, or maybe you just weren't going to get that sick. You know, you've heard people said that they've gotten Corona and didn't even know it because they weren't sick. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, who's to say they just, maybe we're going to get it and it wasn't going to be that bad no matter what. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the other thing, you know, is where they were talking about the, that testing, you know, the, the testing, you know, like we were talking about last week, looks for any kind of virus. And so how many people have been, you know, how off is that number? How off is that viral load, you know, and how off is it, are, are the death numbers? You know, the one thing, 
the one thing, uh, and I don't think I have it here, that 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 Robert Malone talked about that finally made a little bit of sense was, you know, he was talking about how the deaths have been counted and the deaths, you know, with COVID and why you should count it that way. Because, you know, I think we've all been saying, like, if somebody goes and shoots himself in the head and, and then they take a nasal swab and say, yeah, yeah, COVID, oh, this is a death with COVID. He talked about the financial benefits that hospitals were getting from that, but he was also saying that, um, you know, the reason why that's so tricky is, is that if somebody goes into a car accident, the last thing that, you know, well, why was he in that accident? You know, if he has COVID and we know that there's brain fog, you know, was that part of the reason why he got into that accident? That was probably the best explanation that I've ever heard of counting those deaths towards the COVID, um, you know. So let's, let's hypothetically say this guy goes to buy some cigarettes, tries to buy them with a fake $20 bill. He has COVID. He spreads it to a police officer. The police officer gets brain fog and kneels on his neck for nine minutes. I think that's grounds for an appeal. Yeah. Just a thought. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, people in government okay. and media are working hand in hand to discourage <laughs> anyone that speaks out. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you guys, but that was probably the biggest thing that they were talking about. And I think that we, like this one, number three and number eight, I don't know if you want to read that one too. I think they kind of go together, don't you? Yeah, the so the government admits to using a mass formation psychosis as a tool of population control. I believe this was not the United States government. This was um I want to say it was, yeah, the UK. Yep. But basically they're they're using the media and they're using um social media and they're using Basically, every possible way to squash anybody who says anything negative about what they're doing. And they're, they're basically spreading fear, constant fear, um, in, you know, in all the media. And there's, like, no answer for it. So people are, are freaking out, and probably rightfully so, because that's all they ever hear is, get the booster, you're going to die. And I mean, you got Joe Biden out there saying this is the winter of death if you're not vaccinated. Like seriously, <laughs> and yeah. I, I, it's just amazing to me that, I mean, this this is, this is just this is happening. This is happening, and then you got you know you you have the lords of the government who, like Dr. Fauci, who just he's just a lord. I mean, he can do whatever the fuck he wants and there's no accountability at all. He can be wrong as much as he wants. I know um Malone talked about this um university in the UK that comes up with these models that predict like how many deaths there are going to be and they've been wrong every single time. And they've been wrong like terribly to the negative. But they keep using these numbers, and the United States is basing their numbers off of them. And, like, we can't keep doing this. It's not as bad as they say. If it was measles 
and it spread this easy, people would die from. And, you know, it would be like, what, an 80 or percent chance that you're going to die. And that's not something that we, that obviously if it was that bad, we would have to do something about it. But there's a less than 1% chance you're going to die from it. Less than 1%. And if you're, if you're less than like 60 years old, it's like 0.1%. And it's just, it's insane. It's insane to treat this the way we're treating it. Not only that, but it, but the kids, I mean, there's almost no chance that a kid is going to die from COVID. Like, it's there's, pro, there's a much greater chance that a kid will die from the vaccine than from COVID. But yeah, mm. we're going to vaccinate our kids. Like, that just makes absolutely no sense. It well, just and that's a... I mean, if the vaccine worked, it wouldn't matter if they got vaccinated. About and it. it's a great segue to point number five there, that the vaccine could have adverse reactions to kids and young adults causing it to have the inability to have children down the road. Because he's saying that the um, mRNA vaccines in young children could cause problems with... Um, women's cycles and men's uh, um, performance, I guess. Um, you know, and, and that he was saying that he's he's seen that some people, he's seen studies where some people young um, who are who are taking the, who have taken the vaccine that have caused premature um, uh, menopause. Well, it's a good thing that we have those studies, you know, um you know, five, 10 years down the road for what happens when they have this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen well, 10 I'm, years down the road. What if this causes a 10% uh, birth uh, decline, birth rate decline? Yeah, I, that's, that's, what that ha- would be terrible for the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be it, t- if you think about it, ten percent less people—that's all of a sudden you're going to have an elderly population explosion, and they're, yeah. you're going to have more young people take care of it. That's eight hundred million uh, less people in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's you're you're also assuming that that there wouldn't be less of a population increase there. Or there wouldn't be a natural population decline because I mean, if you look at the most populous countries in the world, you got China. I mean, they had the one-child policy. I mean, they're mm-hmm. uh, that's what 1.4 billion people. I mean, that's like literally like a sixth of the world's population. And they, uh, you know, they're they're based. They're probably going to decline because they can't. I mean, they can't re- they can't replace the the amount of people fast enough. Because the uh, they just don't have enough. I mean, every, for every two people that are of that are fifty years old, there's only one person that's twenty, because of their mm-hmm. policy, right? So all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, these these people are going to become seventy, and they're going to start dying off, and the people replacing them, it's only half as many people. So you and the United States is the same way. There's not. A, I mean, we're. I think we're declining in the. In the amount of people in the United States, I think we're slowly declining the amount of people that are repop- that are reproducing in the U.S. But 
you know, we, we bring in migrants, so we grow that way. But, I mean, it's pretty even. But, I mean, if you think about all the Western countries, I think it's going to start becoming that. Well, and I mean, we've already talked about that there's already been a 3% global decline just naturally because there's been less focus on the family and more focus on yourself, which we could talk about for an hour on it on itself, you know, so, but I mean, it's just, it's sad to, it's sad to think that we're doing it to ourselves culturally where we're, where, where we're saying like, don't, you know, um, don't worry about starting a family don't don't worry about this that and the other thing and the population is slowly declining with that and then all of a sudden if you have uh an incident where oh hey the uh are uh the mrna uh vaccines have caused infertility issues for the entire population and so it only affects one out of ten people well still a decline on a decline on a decline and pretty soon. And, and, you know, not to get into the conspiracy of the week or anything like that. Do we have one of those? No. Uh, well, you know, somebody said, well, isn't that kind of what all these environmentalists want to reduce the world's population? Isn't that what Bill Gates has been saying for the longest time? Yeah. And he, so, well, I mean that on top of the great reset, you know, you, if you cut everybody down to nothing, all of a sudden everybody is reset to nothing. So if you take away everybody's, you know, ability to earn a wage, you you ba- you put them on the government's, you know, dole, so they have to get their money from the government. All of a sudden, you've reset them into communism. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you the lockdowns kind of served a dual purpose, and not only that, but it also made people stay home so that they could, you know, riot and loot. But all right, so India, maybe maybe areas India and Africa are doing more to medicate, are doing better to medicate medications taken from other ailments. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was the other thing that I thought was really interesting is he was saying, well, why are you know why are some people so sick? The same question that I've been saying forever. I I don't understand how one healthy person can can uh, be sick for a month long and the next person could be lose a sense of taste and smell. Um, and then they said, well, there's places in Africa where the vaccination rate was lower. So Omicron was more of a, um, a cold there. Um, and, and it has been pretty mild as, as it's gone uh, other places. But it, could that be because of their diet and different factors because the human body is complex. You know, one, you can't do a one size fit all. Like, you shouldn't do a vaccine mandate because it's not a one size fit all. Well, um, I, I think uh, another thing too is like the um, the hydroxychloroquine, I think, is just given out for malaria just to combat malaria. So yep. you look at some of those countries that have bad mosquito problems. I'm guessing India does. I'm guessing. You know, African countries do. I know Mm -hmm. that Central American, South American countries do. A lot of those countries will just, I mean, they just take it because they're going to be outside a lot, you know. So maybe that's got a lot to do with it not being prevalent. And that that was the other thing you said. 
And then he had talked a little bit about a vaccine that India was using that's pretty much decimated uh, COVID in a highly dense part of India, like where, like in, in this in this section, the small little section in India, there's like Uttar, 200 Uttar Pradesh. Oh, okay. Yep. There's like 250 million people, and they're and the and the COVID rate is is stayed flat for however long, right? And and that it it pretty much they're not seeing spikes. It it looks like it's under control there. So he was saying that they were taking some sort of uh, medicine there that that was causing it. Well, now uh, I if if you guys saw what I had sent out earlier here, this Covaxin, I guess, is a is a vaccine that they're giving out where now it's been, it's been in use for a year. They're not seeing any major side effects and that they're, they're saying that this is the reason why it, it uh, COVID has been under control in this tiny dense populated area of, of 250 million people. Um, and, and uh, somebody asked Anthony Fauci about that. And he was like, no, we have the best vaccines. Well, guess what? He has money behind the Pfizer vaccine and the, um, not the Johnson and Johnson one, but what was the other one? It was two out of Moderna. three. It was Moderna, yeah. Um, and he has nothing behind this Covaxin. But why would we not be asking, hey, what's the secret here? What What's the secret sauce? And And... How do we get how do we get this vaccine if if this is the one that if this is the magic cure the magic serum why are we messing around with one that that you know has been giving people heart complications and and all that other stuff and and um because it sounds like this covaxin is not a mrna either and that's probably but it it, it attacks the coronavirus on three different levels i guess yeah and the so, uh... Yeah. Um so long covid and vaccine issues seem to have seem to have the same issues, complex number of factors, but diabetic, pre-diabetic. Yeah, kind of like what CNN just came out with was is that your weight is probably the high the best indicator of whether you're going to have negative effects of covid. Um and that uh you know, what he's basically saying is is that the number one denominator that they're seeing is is that it's usually heavier people who are either diabetic or have some sort of sugar resistance uh or or problem problem processing sugars um those are the ones that seem to be one having worse issues with covid and then two um seem to be having longer symptoms which I find is odd because I had no symptoms whatsoever and I am a fat fuck. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you were also <laughs> vaccinated and you probably got Omicron. So. No, I, well, I'm, I'm talking about originally before I got vaxxed. Well, you sure you had it? Yeah, pretty sure. Did you test? No, the tests don't oh. work. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, going to get but... in this logic loop. <laughs> Um, All I can say is, is that my wife tested positive. There's no way with the closeness of my wife that I did not get it. Well, I mean, you might not have. asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah everyone right. in my, uh, well, everyone in our gas station 
got it except one person. So there's, he also did not get a test. So, yeah. <clears throat> but right, he probably was asymptomatic, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Mandates are explicitly illegal. Yeah, that did. Rich, did you watch this interview at all? No, I didn't get a chance to. But yeah, uh, one I would suggest everyone watch it. Like I watched it on um, two times speed because he's kind of a slow talker. Uh, you know, if you if you speed it up to like two times or three times, he he sounds like Ben Shapiro. So, um, but but the uh, he he said that throughout all my time in the government and all the time that I've been working there, these, these mandates that they're trying to push right now are highly illegal and everybody knows it and nobody should be following this. You know, like it, he, he listed off like five different international laws that these, that these mandates are breaking. Um, and, and along with, you know, things that, within the country are breaking and uh, you know, this is nothing new. We already know that Biden does this, right? He puts a, he puts something out there and then he says, well, you know, if it, if it comes back illegal, no big deal. I'll, I'll just, I'll push it later. You know, um, at least we got three months to do what we wanted to do. Yeah. Yep. Um, so kind of, sorry, do we have any more on, uh, Malone? I don't think so. All right. So, so kind of piggybacking on the COVID stuff. Um, one, one story I found was there's a life insurance CEO. Um, he is the CEO of Indianapolis based insurance company, one America. And what he's, and what they primarily do is they do, um, group life. So life insurance for like an employer, you know, a lot of employers like the, previous employer that I had, they, they basically just gave you group life insurance and group disability, mainly because the people, you know, like it was a, it was a job where you could get hurt on the job or you could die. It's possible. So, um, I mean, that wasn't me, but it was, you know, a lot of the people that worked there. So what he's saying is they're seeing, um, just to give you an idea of how bad that is, or sorry, they're seeing a 40% increase um, in deaths over pre-pandemic levels in an 18 to 64-year-old range. And just to give you an idea of how bad that is, a three sigma or a one in 200-year catastrophe catastrophe would be 10% over pre-pandemic levels. So 40, 40% is just unheard of. I can't emphasize enough how big of a deal this is. Actuaries just assess risk with math. They will be uh, pushing the cost onto the employer. Don't trust theirs, question mark. Well, the actuaries trust math, so they don't care what you think. Um, yeah, so it, it it's hard to hide a Three Sigma event from actuaries with bullshit media propaganda. Take note friends and read the threads in this tweet the actual data points is a game changer in the debate so yeah i, I mean you don't really see a lot of this but um i mean it, it, it kind of makes sense uh you know more people are probably killing themselves and 
you're probably seeing a lot of cancers um, come out because people aren't getting screened or they weren't getting screened. But um, if this is true and it isn't just this guy's company, uh, you know, if it's true, I mean, it's just one guy's anecdotal evidence. You know, he's talking to his actuaries. But if it's true, this is bad. So, so they're saying that people are committing suicide more often? Well, I think they're just saying that deaths in general are up higher. He he didn't say um he didn't he didn't say in what the uptick uptick is. Okay. Uh he just said that He's it's a forty percent that... increase over pre pandemic levels. So basically everything. And non COVID deaths. Yeah. That's so just... Yeah. Well, plus, so basically, you know, like like you say, the people aren't getting screened, and you know, for a while there, there was no surgeries unless it was had to do deal with COVID. Well, I'm sure that took its toll on people. Also, you know, yeah. How many transgender people? Yeah, get well, their addictiveness. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that? Uh... Cause the death rate to to subside because no, usually it's not a good thing afterwards. Uh, the other thing is uh, though, but Rich, that's a great point. I I didn't even think about that. Is you know, let's say that you hurt your knee, and you know you need to go in and get you know a scope done, and you can't get it done because of COVID, and now you lose your job, and now you're sitting at home. And you're depressed and so then you know i mean those little things people don't understand the the ripple effect that 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 can have it's not just about getting a knee replacement done it's about being able to get back to work on time and get out there and, and do your job and not lose your job and you know and all those things lead to depression and idle time and not a good si- yep. situation yeah yep all right, so Chinese spy trying to steal COVID therapeutics in 2015. Yeah, this so this was crazy. This was from the Human Events uh, podcast, um, and they were saying that they just arrested this person uh, who was caught stealing. Um, what is the the antibodies the Monoclonal antibiotics. Thank you. Mono- yeah, that's it. Monochloric antibodies, right? Clonal. Clonal. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, that they were stealing this technology back in 2015, uh, and trying, and and it sounds like they they had a heavy, um, uh, interest in these therapeutics that that were being developed for respiratory issues back in 2015 like i'm not saying it was uh you know it it just seems kind of odd that that you know i mean maybe they were just trying to get their hands on everything and maybe this was all a coincidence but also maybe it was no we got to get therapeutics as we're dealing with bio warfare and what happens if one of these things gets out we have to have a way to we have to have a way to survive yeah. Yeah, I I mean, it's probably not that. I mean, they're just they try to steal everything. They steal, you know, they steal the iPhone, they steal 
um, uh, you know, hoverboards. It's just kind of stealing. <laughs> they don't give a shit what they steal. They just want to steal something. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> so, <laughs> go, going back to the trials, the, Eliz- the Elizabeth Holm tri- Holmes trial, she was found uh, guilty on four counts, I believe. Um, let me pull up the, the counts. But they're basically... Um, they, she was found guilty on conspiracy for wire fraud, like two counts of conspiracy for wire fraud, wire fraud, and some other count. So basically, she didn't. She got found guilty of taking people's money through direct deposit. Well, hmm. I mean. And I don't, what I don't understand, let me, let me see here. So three of the charges. Uh, well, I mean, isn't it because she was promising all these things and that her, her little Einstein box was working perfectly. And then here, give me, give me donations because we're going to be super profitable and a bunch of, uh, you know, venture capitalists are pump, pumping money on false data. Okay, so here's so she was found guilty on one count of conspiracy to defraud investors as well as three wire fraud counts tied to specific investors. So I mean, she wasn't found guilty on any count related to the people that she scanned. Well, I mean, to the people that actually got the blood tests that were negative or, you know, not negative but wrong, you know, the people who got who got the AIDS positive that didn't actually have AIDS. You know, all those people or hepatitis or yeah. whatever the hell they were screening for. But, Ugh. you know, but the she got found guilty for defrauding investors. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just say I don't think she's guilty of defrauding investors. I don't think that's Why? what you can come... Well, because she... So Bernie Madoff, when when he defrauded his investors, he bought houses and shit, right? He took all the money out and he um and he bought stuff with it. Elizabeth Holmes lost everything. When the company went under, all of her money was in the company. So if she really thought that she was defrauding people or she was intentionally stealing from people, you would have you would think that she would try to make, you know, make out like a bandit, you know, beyond do you know what I mean? Well, but she was defrauding people by saying that, oh, see, uh, it works. Here's all my data that shows that it's working. And so then venture capitalists were looking at that and saying, oh, this is really promising. The problem is it was all bullshit. I mean, she was saying, look at how many tests we're getting through. And then, you know, okay, well, give me all your data. I want to take a look at it. I'm going to go through it with a fine tooth comb. The problem was is that, even if you were going through it with a fine tooth comb and trying to find, you know, the problem, there wasn't any problem because, you know, she was the only one that was really supplying the data. Then it comes out that, oh yeah, this shit has never worked. Well, uh, we're 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 hiring lab people to go in there and do these blood tests, um, and then and then we're sending wrong wrong results. So, I mean, it would be like it'd be like if I, you know sold you an electric car and you were like why do i got to keep filling it with gas oh it's to charge the batteries 
<laughs> oh, why is it an uh, uh, internal combustion engine underneath the hood um, to charge the batteries? I mean, you can say you can say that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about this. You know, showing uh, fake evidence. I I don't know the specifics of that. But, I mean, from what I understand of the whole thing is they were trying to develop a device that would do this, and it never mm -hmm. happened. Um, You know, maybe, you know, that happens all the time when people are trying to build something and it just doesn't, it just never comes to fruition. You know what I mean? It, it Companies fail. It's not well, necessarily yeah. fraud when they fail. No, it's not fraud if they fail. If she if she was going to him and saying, "Yeah, we keep running into some minor issues, and and this is what's going on, so we're we're backpedaling with this, but we think it's a a short term setback," she doesn't go to jail. If she's coming to him and saying, "No, my system is working, and this is how well it's working," look at you know it, it's it's no different than what Enron was doing. You know, really. Enron was just doing it on, on paper as well um, and just saying that, oh, yeah, look at we we bought a bunch of shares. Oh, how did you buy those shares? Oh, from income. OK, so you're not stealing it from the retirement funds. No. Nope. <laughs> you know, like like that, that it was the same thing. I mean, they were they were saying that their profits were up and everything was else was going up. Uh, but they were they were stealing from the pension funds to buy to buy their own stock, you know. So they were, you know, it's it's like uh, Peg Bundy in um, when she was selling those cos um, cosmetics, you know. <laughs> she company's sending me a check because I'm because I'm selling all these uh, cosmetics. Well, how are you doing that? Well, I'm buying all of them. Well, then the check that they're sending you is a lot less. Well, yeah. <laughs> But I'm a great salesman because I'm buying all these cosmetics. Um, all I right. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just I just think if she's lying to those investors, you know, then yeah, she's she did something wrong. You know, I mean, if you so fudge your numbers and you, is anybody else going to jail for this, or is it just Elizabeth Holmes? Well, her partner should get it too because obviously he was in on all that. Well, and uh, her, and all the accountants and all the people running the tests, <laughs> and probably the entire board of directors. Well, probably yeah. not the people running the tests because it sounds like internally there was emails. I, I watched that. Um, yeah, that documentary made that? by somebody trying to sensationalize everything. Yeah, you know, and and you got to watch that with a grain of salt. But I mean, like when they do show a, an email from one of the testers saying that, like, hey. It's concerning that we haven't we've run you know like less than ten percent of our of those actual tests through the through that Einstein machine um, or whatever the hell it was called Da Vinci um, Da Vinci okay um, less than ten percent of the tests are going through there so ninety percent are going through uh, actual uh, phlebotom you know the, the lab tests yeah yeah you know so. Um, you know what's what's kind of going on here you know but anyway um all right uh let's move on uh so we have a couple of antifa stories so there's a portland antifa rioter who was charged with assaulting police has his case dismissed after 30 hours of community service so 
basically a Portland Antifa rioter last year was last year was charged with assaulting a police officers has had his federal case dropped after he completes 30 hours of community service. So on October 8 on August 8th, 2020 authorities declared a riot in Portland, uh, right at the Portland police association office on, on North Lombard street in Portland after members broke windows and set fires to the office. So basically this guy, girl, thing um he assaulted police officers set fire to a police building and he's going free with no jail time yet we still have i don't know how many people who have never been charged with uh with anything that are still rotting in jail because of uh january 6th i don't see the problem here what's up yeah uh, <laughs> I would say tomorrow's there's a little the, Tomorrow's the day. Yeah, oh, God. I think I might need to take the day off from work to mourn. Yeah. Can I call in and say that I'm sad? Did I, you see the Babylon, the Babylon Bees 10 things to do on the um, anniversary of January 6th? No. Oh, there were some good ones, but the one that I liked was recreate the massacre by walking through your city hall and taking pictures. <laughs> I just love how they how they go out and they say that these evil Trump psychopaths from the middle of the country who live in the sticks, who all own guns, automatic rifles and stuff like that came to overthrow the government and didn't have any guns. Yeah. Yeah. Not- not not one rioter, with my fingers up in air quotes, had a gun or shot a Capitol Police officer. Yeah, or even harmed a Capitol Police officer. I mean, we have the Brian Sicknick story that 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 very quickly was debunked, and nothing happened to the guy. The guy died of a stroke hours after he came back from the protest. But you have but you have a white girl who was climbing through broken glass window. Obviously, she was doing it head first. You know, you know, she was doing it head first so that she would get the most you know cuts as she possibly could. No, she was gingerly climbing through a fucking window, and she gets shot in the neck by a coward piece of shit who should be rotting in prison for the rest of his life. Because a bird is a word, and a bird is a word. I say it a bird. <laughs> but he felt he felt he was scared that this 120 pound girl, who was climbing through a jagged glass broken window, was going to get him. Hey, speaking of, did you guys see all the smear campaign against her this week? Yeah, she got her. I thought got we weren't supposed that. to do that. She got arrested in 2015 or 2016 because she hit a car. Yeah, and the the charges were dropped. It wasn't against it wasn't against a partner. It was against a partner's girlfriend or something. Yeah, she was cheating on her husband with some guy who had a girlfriend, and the girlfriend told uh, the girlfriend told her husband that, "Hey, your wife is cheating on my on." On you with my boyfriend, 
and so then she got upset, and I guess there was an altercation, and she was arrested. You know, so obviously she was a horrible person, right? You know, so I'm st- um, still gonna throw it out there. You know, million dollars to the person that finds a picture of George Floyd with all of his kids. Oh, jeez. No, well, it's just. Shot. I mean, I mean, right? It it it's insane the fact that oh, we don't talk about George Floyd or anything that, you know, led up to his, I mean, you know, uh, armed robbery and, and you know, multiple drug abuse and multiple arrests and, oh, it had nothing to do with that day. Okay. Ashley Babbitt was killed. Well, did you know that she was sleeping around on her husband? Oh, are we, are we playing that game? <laughs> okay. George Floyd uh, pointed a gun at a at a woman's stomach in front of her newborn baby uh do we want we want to keep going speaking of uh george floyd his uh four-year-old niece was shot and killed i'm guessing in minneapolis i guess i didn't see where she was killed texas at. texas yeah. um she was killed she died yeah she got shot and killed oh my god that's so sad that's sad that's a four-year-old little girl yeah but you know, I wonder if they uh, if they think that that the justice for George Floyd was worth it when they allowed this lawlessness to continue. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, she was alone; she was asleep in her bed, and the shots were just rang into the apartment. And I hate how there there's no evidence of what what had happened yet, and they're already saying, "Oh, it was white supremacy." We have no idea what happened. I mean, this could have been a drug deal that went bad. I mean, this happens. It happened, what, nine times up in Minneapolis this year where children were caught in the crossfire? Well, how are they going to say it's a white supremacy? That's just the, that's just stupid. Well, the dad is saying um, that he thinks it was retaliation for George Floyd, which I have no idea how they make and that it- connection. Yeah, how would how would anybody know, and why would anybody care? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and then also the the news article was saying the cops didn't show up for four hours. Yeah, because the ambulance probably came, and it was in the middle of the night, and it's a metropolitan police department that's had its budget cut and slashed. That's what happens when you defund the police. Well, maybe she didn't die. That would be oh. good if she didn't. Doesn't sound like she died. I thought she was... Yeah, she's, it says she's healing very fast. The last time I checked in her, she was breathing on her own. Okay, so maybe she'll be fine. Oh, that's good. I thought I saw that, that, she, that she died. Yeah. Hmm. No four-year-old kid deserves that. I mean, think... Yeah. Oh. And, 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 but, I mean, that's the problem, is all these stupid... Defund the police... Well, now the cops aren't showing up. Well, yeah, dumbass. Oh, geez, there's gunshots and murders are up on uh, on all these metropolitan cities. Yeah. Oh, what are the police doing? Uh, fucking quitting their jobs because they're afraid that the next time some thug pulls a gun on them and they have to shoot them, that their life might be over. Yeah. Yep. So uh, a Chaz militant was tied to MS-13? Yeah. 
that's hard to believe, right? Yeah, I mean, you think about it. You know, you got the, you got basically a lawless area. Um, I mean, what do you what do you need in a lawless area? A bunch of drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what MS thirteen's good at. And weapons, illegal and weapons, firearms. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to have a police and, force. Yeah, supposedly, <laughs> like uh, she was tied to like two of the members, and she was intimately involved and i don't mean like sexually i just mean like they she was she had very close ties with ms-13 they have video of her like uh at that Chaz, like talking about how they're gonna burn burn down the rest of the city and get retribution sounds like a nice lady (laughs) yeah so at&t verizon reject biden administration's request to delay the 5g launch due to flight safety concerns yeah uh so how many how many big companies are there out there right now that are doing 5g i thought that it's already been released i mean we got 5g where i live yeah i guess there's like um some sort of upgrade to it that that I I, I don't know. I, I read the story that it was Pete Buttigieg has concerns about about um, expanding out this 5G and so they asked AT&T and Verizon to pull back um, their investments and AT&T and Verizon in a joint statement, you know, two big competitors. This is like Coke and Pepsi coming back at you and saying, hey, wait a second, we want to make a joint statement together. Um, saying, why are we the only two that are being asked to to pull back? Mm. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's government interfering with capitalism. I mean, it's crony capitalism of like, hey, uh, you know, we got a major donor in Sprint, and you guys are too far out ahead, so back the fuck off. Well, they're pretty much the only ones that are left anyway. I mean, you got AT&T, oh, no, you... Verizon, and T-Mobile. That's the, the only yeah. three. Well, T-Mobile, Sprint, um, yeah. you know, yeah. Since T-Mobile. they combined, they... Yeah, is it just T-Mobile? Well, it's T-Mobile Sprint, but it's it's T-Mobile is the parent. I mean, is the is the big company. I I don't know if Sprint exists anymore. I think it's just T-Mobile. Yeah, I think they merged, but yeah. But I mean, you know, and then you got Cricket, and you got all those other tiny well, ones. Cricket, the, the they're one. all they're all part of bigger companies. So Cricket is is owned by AT and T. Like Boost is owned oh. by T-Mobile or something like that. So. So why do they why do they have yeah it doesn't matter but it just it's it's the government coming down and saying you know it's like with these meat packing companies right you know the Biden says the cost of meat is too high so now we're you know it's because these four big meat packing companies are are uh, greedy oh that's not that's not it it's because the cost to produce and the delays, and they lost a lot of money in 2020 when their factories were shut down due to your COVID restrictions. So you cause a problem, then you come in and say it's greed, and so you're going to tell them what to do. It's the same thing with AT and T and Verizon. Like, oh, you're too big, so we're gonna um, we're gonna come in there and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna slow you down on your multi-billion-dollar investment. 
So, all right. So yeah. pre prenatal tests are inaccurate in 85 percent of the time for gene macro deletions. Uh, yeah. So it was um. This was uh, one that I heard on the Daily um, Daily Wire, um, the morning uh, show. And they were talking about, you know, a lot of people take these tests, you know, like, uh, um, and once you hit a certain week of a pregnancy, they, they ask you if you want to take the test to see if your child might have Down syndrome. And I guess that they now have all these new tests, um, which say, well, they might have a muscular issue they might have this and might have that would you would you like to terminate the pregnancy you know then at that point um and it's basically um what is that called where um eugenics yeah yeah thank you um you know and and so now they're finding out that uh not the down syndrome uh test that has been around since like 60s i think um and um and and you know that one's pretty accurate but a lot of these other ones with gene therapies um are you know where where they're testing testing for other uh genetic issues 85 percent of the time they they come back as uh false positives and and there's a host of people who have said that you know they terminated the pregnancy um, because they thought that there was a problem with the baby, uh, when it turns out that there's a good chance that it might not have. All right. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Just kind of nuts to think that like, oh, hey, sorry, we made you, we, we gave you bad information about one of the you know worst decisions that you probably ever had in your life. So, all right, bye. Go. Okay, well, what I was saying was that, you know, they don't want any more people on Earth than there already is. So if they give you bad information and you kill the kid, they're going to sleep fine at night about it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I, that's a scary thought. Yeah. All righty. Let's go for some absurd headlines. All right. This one, I'm pretty sure that we probably all have seen, but... Um, it actually, I got it from Friday. A woman who tested positive for COVID-19 on a transatlantic flight self-isolated for five hours in the plane's toilet to protect the other passengers. Yeah, that, that was insane. Well, did you see the story on that, though? Because she had, she had literally tested like 10 times in the, like, the two days before the flight because she had the sniffles or something. So she gets on the flight, and then in the middle of the flight, she... She freaks out and she tests again and it comes up positive because <laughs> she tested herself mid-flight. But, you know, I don't have any idea where those COVID tests are going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People. Now there's a, sh- yeah, there's a shortage and I wonder why. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the... the pic- did you guys see the viral video of that uh, that guy getting freaked out at? In uh, in like there was he was in like a dollar store, and he had his mask oh. on. Did you see this? Yeah, uh, I did not see it. This is insane. He has his mask on, right? And he pulls his mask down to sniff a candle. 
and the like the owner just like flips out and tells him to leave the store. Like, and he's just like, I was just sniffing a candle. And like <laughs> the dude was, I mean, it, it seemed fake because it was just so over the top. But it might have been fake. Mass, that, yeah. yeah. Mass There's formational psychosis. Yeah. Some people are just that scared. Crazy. All right. Jury says that murder cannot be. Jur- yeah, how how are they saying that? Jury says that murder has to be killing with privilege. Woke jury refuses to convict guilty man. Well, I mean, people don't talk about it, but jury nullification is a thing. Like, just because there's a law doesn't necessarily mean you got to convict a guy for it or a girl or whatever. You don't have to. You, I mean, if it's Zer, you have to convict, but. Um, if, yeah, if you don't want to convict for something or if you think the law's stupid, you can just say no, not guilty. It doesn't have to, you don't have to actually believe it. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I killed him. Yeah, but you're oppressed, so go free, young man. (laughs) All right. Uh, this one we kind of talked about uh, from uh, the Minnesota standpoint, but here it is spreading. White people in New York are told not to attempt to get monoclonal antibody treatment from doctors because Governor Hochul has prioritized it for non-whites. So no point system. Just simply saying, if you're white, do not ask for that treatment. Yeah. Yep. Seems fair. <laughs> uh, man in Scotland get uh, oh I'm sorry Germany gets hundreds of sheep and goats uh, recruited to encourage vaccination in Germany and basically he took a bunch of feed put it into the shape of a syringe um, and then took a drone up so that when they were eating it it looked like a huge uh, syringe of sheep <laughs> yeah that's dumb. If that, well, I mean, that's what you get called if you followed the, you know, followed <laughs> yeah, the. That, of, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, isn't that almost kind of like the 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 wrong message that he's trying to get? That like, if you take the shot, you're a sheep. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I would that, take it as. All right, the next one is your future, Darren. With its power grid under pressure, California asks residents to avoid charging electric stations and vehicles. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever get to that point. <laughs> in, South, in South Dakota or what? No, I just, I don't think it'll ever get to the point where it, that's going to be an issue. I think the there'll there's going to be solar and, and wind and crap that's going to make it up. Especially yeah, in, no, in but Ca- I mean that's what in California. That's already happening in California. Well, yeah, but they're in asking California. people not to do it. Okay, okay, if you let me talk. Um, the in uh, in California, if you build a new house, you have to put solar panels on your house. So there's there are times when California has too much power. They have to actually. They basically um, Arizona um, 
gets paid to take their electricity. So I think, I mean, there's ways around that. Like you can manage it so that you can charge at night or you can charge off peak and stuff like that. And it doesn't, it doesn't hit as bad, but I, well, what they, I think what that's more, do... oh, go ahead. I think that's more just the grid design than anything. I don't think it's that they don't have enough power that, and um, you know, all the, all the legacy stuff that they're, that they shut off because the, the wildfire risk. Well, I, I think they should just build a big diesel generator to make up for the difference in electricity. <laughs> or maybe a gas power generator, one of the two, just a big one. You know, just a huge. Just produce electricity with that. Mm-hmm. As long as it's big, it's not, not a have. small engine. Pro- proactive, yeah. yeah. As long as it's a big engine and not a small engine, because they ban those in California. Yeah. All right. Eighth grade teacher at middle school in Rhode Island has meltdown over mass as she tells kids are stupid for huddling together during a lockdown for weapon threat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's a true headline, folks. Well, the COVID That's... is more dangerous. Anymore? We don't have enough room for six feet apart. Yeah, sorry, I got one more. We don't have enough room for six feet apart to go out in the hallway. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, Amer- one of America's most partisan judges just said uh, Navy SEALs, um, just gave Navy SEALs permission to defy a direct order. So <laughs> I was thought you know this one was kind of odd right like um you know it's not so absurd but what do you think that direct order is like attacking a enemy combatant uh telling telling uh um you know dividing a direct order from your superior it was about uh a gop judge's ruling against the military vaccination requirement explained oh yeah, so it was it was the GOP that did the bad thing. Was that the last headline? Well, that yeah, and that and the and that it was all about the um uh vaccine mandate, which is illegal, which we were talking about earlier. Didn't I send a mm-hmm. couple of them? Oh, I thought we yeah, sorry, sorry, one second. Uh let me find it. It doesn't matter. Let's let's just move on to predictions. It's not that big of a deal. We can uh, we can I'll get it for next, next week. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Uh, so, so t- our top five this week is the 2022 predictions. Uh, Mark, go first. Uh, so I didn't put it in any particular order. I just kind of um, had the five that I thought. And the one that I think has got the best chance of happening this year is uh, Biden leaving office. That is my number one. I said my number one is Biden is not going to be president on December 31st. 2022. Yeah, I, I had that also. Um, apparently, Ted Cruz came out yesterday and said that if if the Republicans take the House, there's a good chance they're going to impeach him. So, yeah, they, he basically said it was just because the Democrats opened the door by just impeaching Trump for farting too loudly. <laughs> um, all right, 
so all right, number five, uh, Richie. Uh, well, I, I kind of did the same thing with Mark as far as no no order. So um, <clears throat> another one would be the preemptive impeachment would be the red wave that will come in November. I have yeah. that as well. Yeah, I had that Sorry. as my number my my number five. I put Republicans take the Senate. I put plus four seats. Uh, Arizona, Georgia, Colorado, and Nevada going over Republicans, and um, I predict fifty to seventy pickups in the House. Those are pickups, so that'd be a hundred and forty seat swing if they got seventy. So wow, that would, that would that? be huge. Yeah. Well, what is there like twenty eight, twenty eight Democrats that aren't running for re-election yeah but they'll still, now. there'll still be a democrat that runs for the seat i mean it doesn't uh, yeah, necessarily I mean, I mean they're gonna lose yeah that's true but a lot of them you know some of those are just because the people are too old i mean like nancy pelosi i don't think she's running again i can't remember maybe she is but i thought they were moving to florida because they can't stand san francisco all right so that was well, my number just be one of her many houses yeah all right, so that was my number five. Uh, Mark, what's your next one? All right, my next one is China invasion of Taiwan. Mm, yeah, that's a pretty bold one. Yeah. I just, I, I think that when the season comes right and that they can cross that, uh, what is it, the Hermes Strait? Or, um, what is, what is it? It's in Latin. the Middle East. <laughs> I don't no, know. South no, China Sea. No. Is it South China uh, Sea? No, it's I don't it's it's not. That's not what it is. What is it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. That that sea of water that they can't get across um right now. Taiwan Strait. Yeah. Not what what they wouldn't be saying about Mark if he was in Taiwan. Oh, Never mind. All right. Uh, Richie? Um, I don't think this is too bold, but um, California's population will continue to decrease at an alarmingly fast rate in the year 2022. <clears throat> Unfortunately, they move, and it's still all the same, but it's still good to bring it up, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it they move into those heavy red states and make it purple, so it just oh, it's not a it's not a good situation. But you got to hold hope that maybe they um, see the errors of their ways. So you would hope. A lot of people are stupid, though. That's true. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, my number four is the S and P five hundred is up twenty percent again this year. Really? Yeah. I don't think I don't think it'll the stock market will go down anymore because <laughs> I think it's all just so fake it doesn't really matter anymore. You what think companies just... are really worth? You think you, you think that they're going to uh, just artificially inflate and inflate and inflate and, and and just keep it going up? 
Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the dollar just keeps getting cheaper. It that's the market's going to go up just for that reason alone. You don't think that there'll be no, and I and I'm not saying you're wrong because I, I you know, that's 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 a pretty that's a pretty bold one uh, as well. You know, and I'm, you know, you're probably right. The game's rigged to the certain point of, um, you know, they. How long can they sustain that? You know, okay. what at what point is there stagnation and 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 you know you just have a crash that that bubble bursts. All right, um, Mark, what's your next one? Uh, so I I kind of had one too. Um, that I was thinking that crypto, I th- I think that we might see it. Um, you know, a, a bubble burst in crypto. You you got all these different um, ones that are out there now. I, I think at I think at some point in this year, somebody's going to realize, hey, this just this is only worth money because we say it's worth money. So, you know, you, you're going to get somebody who's going to get smart enough to, you know, do something to like short it. You know, I don't necessarily think that that's true because. Crypto's not really like a market. It's very hard to short it. Uh, I mean, you can't can't really borrow it, if that makes sense. But it, anyway, um, I kind of, along the same lines, I had the same thinking. But mine was, I think that crypto will get banned. I think yeah. that there are going to be countries that ban it, like China kind of banned it. But I think there's going to be hard ban hammers coming from from several countries and I think that's going to hurt it. We'll just all switch it to NFTs. What uh what's what's yours, Richie? Uh my next prediction? Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, I think um I think Ron DeSantis will come out this year and say that he's going to run for, for president. There's too much uh, momentum going behind him. Um, and I, I just feel like he's he's going to just come out and say it. So, Yeah. When when did they have to file? Is it 2023? Because usually they wait and do it in Iowa or whatever. That was like the big thing, you know, mm-hmm. for all, quite a few years there. but. Yeah, I don't think yeah, there, but, there's really a time. I think they have to file by a certain date. I think they have to file by, by like the the basically 2024, like January, because they have to get on the ballots in Iowa, and the and the Iowa is like in January at some point. So, so yeah, so they have to do it by that time, but there's no. Time. Well, they have to, they have to do it at a they have to do it at a certain point before. I mean, mm-hmm. like a couple weeks or so before, because they have to be on the ballot. Or not the ballot, but the caucus. Not really a ballot in Iowa. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, they have to, they probably have to campaign there for a little while, too. And I, th- I think you're right, Rich. I think, I think it's probably going to be a, sometime this year, he's going to slowly say, um, you know, 
I think he's already doing it without doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, I, uh, yeah. Should we talk about that AOC situation? With that? Sure. Yeah, she's, guys, she's dumb. <clears throat> <laughs> I just, I just think it, I just think it's interesting because I mean, like, so AOC is down there. And I kind of feel like she was just down there to take a swipe at DeSantis. Like, I feel like she was down there for you know political reasons. Um, and then you know she decides, well, I'm going to take a shot at him. Yeah, DeSantis is missing, and I wonder where he's at. Looks like your uh, your team put out the same social media post for Christmas and for New Year's. Uh, you know, maybe somebody should come down here and really start helping out your state. And then it turns out that DeSantis is taking care of his wife over the holidays while getting cancer treatment. Yeah, and then... And... Go, ahead. Go ahead. Well, did you know that it is possible to take more than one picture wearing the same outfits? <laughs> the hell you say? Yeah, and you can do it in different rooms, so it looks different, you know, even though you're wearing the same suit and your wife's wearing the same dress and your kids are still wearing the same outfits. You can't burn one picture with it. Well, you, you know, you know not, if you... Not, not, not sitting at a, a restaurant with your soy boy boyfriend in his sandals um, and his <laughs> fire crotch red hair, but... And his whatever. faux beard. Yeah, his, his soy, soy boy beard. Well, and then also, I mean, you know, his wife is going through cancer, so I'm sure that maybe she had a day where she was feeling good and like, hey, let's just get a lot of these pictures out of the way and, you know, so that we have them, you know, so that we can send off these cards and everything else. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've never liked AOC. I've always thought that she is a self-absorbed little bitch, um, but I... Well, she she doesn't believe anything she says. She just plays to her audience and it makes her stack go up, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, uh, I, I now vehemently hate her, so... Um, I think, I think what, uh, what's kind of interesting about AOC is, you know, she came out and she said that um, Republicans are mad at her because they want to date her. I think this is kind of, you know, this is the hot chick syndrome. Like they, they were hot, you know, and that was the only reason why men listened to them. You know, they were, you know, they would always get, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You tell me more about how your dog is the cutest thing ever. You know, oh, I want to hear more <laughs> about that. And now she's not, she's not as hot as she used to be. So now people are actually not giving a shit about her. So I think that that is probably why that's what she's feeling not necessarily that you know republicans want to date her she's she's just she's starting to figure out that she's not as smart as she thinks she is and now that her looks are starting to fade she's kind of getting the feedback that she doesn't like but anyway it's bad with cnn it's bad you're right Oh, sorry. You're right, though. No, he's right. I'm just saying he's right. So, mm-hmm. 
And and you know it's bad when CNN uh, comes out and makes fun of you as a Democrat, and, and they say you can't just anytime somebody pushes back on you, you can't just attack them. You have to answer those questions once in a while. I think uh, I think one of the one of the fun one of the best memes I saw was um, the you know the soy boy things you know like the oh, oh, oh you know those drawings. And it was Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. his men missing. He was like, oh, oh, did you see that? And then, then the next picture was Pete Buttigieg. You know, he goes missing for two months with his newborn. Just like, oh, that's just so special. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, got any more uh, predictions? Uh, I had one... California goes dark for a significant time. Hmm. That's a good one. Reggie? Uh, I had the roll versus Wade is going to get flipped. Oh, I had Ooh. that one too. I had that, that it was going to get overturned. That's the one I was going to wait for last. So. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that, but I, I bet you're right. Um. All right, I had an honorable mention. Um. No one will give a shit about the Olympics. All right. What? Yeah, I, I, that's not a prediction. That's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was an honorable mention. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just wanted to put it out there. <laughs> so, is it the Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics this year? It's or the both? Winter Olympics this year. Uh, Last year yeah, was see, the summer. The, Okay, that's something I do like. <laughs> Summer Olympics were delayed last year, but oh, yeah. All right, uh, so let's move on. You guys are done. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on to um, worst people of the week. Um, I will go first. So my worst person is John Stewart. John Stewart came out and said that. Um, uh, What's her face from Harry Potter is a racist. J.K. Rowling is a racist because the goblins, because the bankers in Harry Potter were goblins, and that's obviously Jews. And then I guess he backtracked it later, Mark. I I don't know. Did you hear what he said? No, I did not. Hold on, I got it right here. But then, did you guys see the old tweets of um, his replacement? What is his name? Trevor Noah. Yeah. Had some tweets from like 2009 or whenever it was quite a while ago that that were basically against Jews and and whatnot. I think Ben Chaparro put it on on Twitter today. Um, yeah, and said like he didn't care about Trevor Noah Noah's influence. Right. Yeah. Almost like J.K. Rowling is under attack for views of. I don't know, women being women or something. <laughs> yeah, um, terrible. Uh, what he said was, so he he was saying that like he was in the movie watching it, um, and then the goblin thing came on, and then this is his quote. It was one of those things where I saw it on the screen, and I was expecting the crowd to be like, holy shit, she, being Rowling, did not in, uh, did not, in a wizarding world, just threw Jews out there and run the fucking underground underground bank. 
Uh, the comedian continued, and everybody was just like, wizards? It was so weird. So basically, I mean, he was saying that when he was watching it, the first thing that he saw with, when he saw those goblins was, oh, uh, she's making fun of the Jews. Um, and then um, the Jewish uh, uh, fundraisers and charities have said that J.K. Rowling has been overly generous throughout the years, and that um, uh, goblins being the head of a bank makes sense because um, in lore, they're like mining for minerals, and that's how they're portrayed in the movie, and that's how they're portrayed in many different uh, medias of, you know, like they're rich in gold and silver, and so then it would make sense that they would be running a bank of gold and silver in underground vaults. Mm-hmm. Nerd alert, nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, and that's like the reason why Grodek Gryffindor had the. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, Richie, what's your worst person? Uh, mine this week is the Mayo Clinic for firing. Uh, there's 7,000 people today for not getting the, the jab, um, which is actually only 1% of their um, employment, which I can't believe there's that many people employed by, by mail, but apparently it is. Um, but that seems like an odd thing to do in the middle of this terrible, terrible, terrible pandemic. And somehow, what we all started. So those 7,000 people somehow survived this terrible pandemic without the shot, and now they have to be fired because they still haven't got it. So. The Mayo Clinic is the largest private employer in Minnesota. Well, yeah, but I didn't seven... know that. So Apparently, like, they, yeah, much... they have 78,000 employees. Oh, yeah, and then they have a lot. They have a lot in other states, too, like Arizona. Yeah. they got a big presence in Arizona. and. I think they got some in Wisconsin and Iowa. So I don't think they have any any in South Dakota. I don't know. All right. Uh, horrible. Who's your worst person, Mark? Mine is Laura Parker Rousseau. Um, she went viral this, this week. Um, she's a teacher in New York who invited a 17-year-old student over to her house. Can anyone guess what they were doing next? Yeah, I think she gave him a uh, vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Not what I would expect, you know, like, you know, to hear from the end of that story. But without the parents' consent, she she gave uh, this kid um, a vaccine. She's not a nurse. She's a science teacher. Um, and And, like, she purposely had this kid go behind his parents' back. Uh, and come and get the vaccine from her. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But, Mark, did she stay at a Holiday Inn? Or... <laughs> <laughs> She's going to act as her own lawyer. Uh, not to worry, she caught an episode of Matlock at, at a bar that she was drinking at last night. The sound was off, yeah. but she kind of got the gist. <laughs> um. Well, if she wait, she was in New York, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so if she, you know, could put off the trial long enough, I think she was facing four years in prison from what I had um, saw. If she waits long enough for this new district attorney to take over, they'll probably pay (laughs) her for what she did. You know? Yeah. My God, yeah. Why didn't we say talk about that too? The um, uh, the district attorney uh, is is going to call uh, armed robbery a misdemeanor now. Yeah. There, there's no reason to fear for your life if someone's pointing a gun at your head. <clears throat> yeah. No. Nope. So don't fire back. And by the way, if we do catch him. We're going to give him a $15 fine and he'll be back next <laughs> the next day to do yeah. the same thing to you. Yeah. I just, that that's insane. You know? Yeah, it is. His predecessor isn't much better. His predecessor just, just uh, dropped all charges against um, Como. Nice. All right. So. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, if you guys want to reach out to us, uh, you can email me, Darren at thefewcast.com, D-A-R-I-N at thefewcast.com. Our, our Twitter handle is at fewpodcast, and our getter handle is at thefewpodcast. Have a good week. Have a good week.